Hello. Today's episode is on what is medical marijuana. Now, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. Be happy, healthy, and wealthy. Now, I've got uh this question actually from uh some of my listeners. They've actually asking for me to explain a bit more. And some of these people that have asked me, they say they want a bit more clinical information about it, rather than some of the generic things that you can get over the websites or on Google. So my stuff today, it's a bit more clinical, so it might be a bit heavy, but uh, if you think it's uh, too heavy for you, you can just tune out. But I think a lot of my listeners have been asking, they like the uh, clinical and some of the facts that I've been presenting, and they wanted to know more about medical marijuana. So I'll just have a quick review of that, some of the things that I've learned from my notes and information from um, some of the anti-aging medicines lectures that I've been and webinars. And I want to uh, review and uh, tell people a bit more about medical marijuana. I'm not telling you to to take it, uh, but it's just interesting to know what is the usage what what are they talking about, especially CBD and the actual plant itself? So let me tell you a bit more about uh, actually um, medical marijuana. I'll be referring a lot to my notes because they are quite heavy in clinicals and hopefully you can get uh, some benefits from it. Now, medical marijuana refers to the usage of the whole unprocessed marijuana plant or its basic extracts to treat a disease or symptoms. So the FDA hasn't approved or recognized the marijuana plant as medicine. And um, the chemicals in marijuana are called cannabinoids. There are two FDA-approved medications that contains cannabinoid. Marijuana is the female flowers and dried leaves of the hemp plant called cannabis sativa. So in the District of Columbia, they have legalized medical marijuana. Now, cannabis, it's the plant that has uh, grown marijuana, okay? All marijuana can be considered medical grade since it has all all some of the therapeutic effects. That's why it's medical grades. You will get some clinical effects from it. Now, the background is... The potency of marijuana really it varies from strain to strain. So sometimes it has as low, the way they've described it, as low as having 2 to 3% of THC. THC is called delta 9 tetrahydrocannabinoid. Okay. And the other one is as high as 30% THC, which is delta 9 tetrahydrocannabinoid. Now, its higher potency indicates that the patient will need less amount uh, to receive the same outcome. And it means that they're going to have lower dosage. Okay. So what are cannabinoids? Cannabinoids are chemicals that are related to the commonly known ingredient is marijuana known as THC, which is which I've mentioned, delta 9 tetrahydrocannabinol. Another cannabinoid of interest is CBD. There are over 100 over cannabinoids other than THC that is found in marijuana. 
cannabinoids are similar to flavonoids that are found that are found in chocolates. So interesting, isn't it? When you eat some chocolates, uh, you feel good because of flavonoids. So some of the receptors are like CBD, THC, THCA, CBG, CBN, CBC, THCV, and CBDA. So what are cannabinoids? So the body actually produces its own cannabinoids that helps to regulate the following things like pleasure, memory, your thinking, concentration, body movement, awareness of time, your appetite, pain, and senses like taste, touch, smell, hearing, and sight. So the cannabinoid receptors, so they are CBD1 and CBD2. Mostly CBD1 is expressed in brain and also found in adipose tissue, which is fat, liver, muscle, GI tract, and your reproductive and cardiovascular tissues. CBD2 mostly expressed in immune cells. Isn't that interesting? And there are also something called G-protein couple receptors. Now, so what is CBD1 receptors? So if the effects of CBD1 are neuromodulatory, so it affects the following neurotransmitters, which are very important. Again, it's quite a lot of jargon there, but a lot of people have asked that they want a bit more clinical information. So things like acetylcholine, norepinephrine, dopamines, serotonin, uh, aminobutyryl acid, glutamate, and deaspartate. CBD receptors are present mainly on peripheral tissues and central immune systems or immune cells. The activation of the receptors lead to immune suppression, anti-inflammatory effects, and anti-nociceptive effects. Anti-nociceptive means anti-pain effect. Okay, so what is CBD? Now, it is cannabidiol, which is also cannabinoid, but it does not affect the mind or behavior. It's useful in reducing pain and inflammation and controlling epileptic seizures and possibly treating mental illness and addiction. So what is THC? Now, THC is short for Delta 9 tetrahydrocannabinol. It is a potent antioxidant with neuroprotective properties. THC is a partial agonist of the CBD1 receptors and CBD1 receptors regulate the release of other neurotransmitters. THC increases appetite and reduces nausea. THC also may decrease pain, inflammation, and muscle control problems. The FDA has approved the use of THC for appetite and nausea reduction purposes, uh, like dronabinol. Okay. So the, the, the forms of medical marijuana comes in smoke, most common form, Capsules, vaporization, edible forms, suppositories, and liquid to drink. And uh, so cannabinoids are highly lipophilic, so it likes to dissolve in fats, and it's lipoprotein bound. Okay, and the release it from the lipid stores, it can go into the uh, GI recirculation around the um, liver circulation. Okay, so the terminal half-life is around more than four days in frequent users. Okay, interesting. So the other thing that is interesting is it's um, you can actually find urine THC 
still can be de detected after days after you've used it. And if in passive inhalation, it requires very high concentration of smoke in a small enclosed area for it to be detected in the urine. And um, it, once you actually uh, use it, the physical and psychosocial effects start within minutes after usage, within 15 minutes, and peak around 30 minutes to 60 minutes post-smoking and orally, uh, sorry, and last two to four hours. Psychosocial effects can last up to four to eight hours, depending on the route, okay? Obviously, oral has slower onsets, but longer duration. The psychosocial effects, which is important, okay? Now, the effects actually do not depend on the blood's concentration. It's It depends partially on the dose, um, and it's the route dependent as well. Okay, lower dose effects, okay, euphoria, relaxation, wide range from acceleration to introspection, distortion of time, and some visual ha hallucination, and which can be a problem. Memory distortion, also another problem, especially short-term memory, and hunger. Higher dose effect, uh, these are not the good ones, okay? Anxiety, tension, anger, confusion, hallucination, paranoia, and panic attacks. So, okay. Now, if you smoke and the effect of THC, it's bioavailability, that means how much is available, is around 10 to 25%, and it peaks at within minutes, and T half-life distribution 0 0.5 hours. Okay, and bioavailability of oral THC is around 5 to 20%. Okay, and um, the dose of THC, uh, effective dosing of THC, it's low dose, is less than 7 milligrams. Medium dose is 7 to 80 milligrams, and high dose is more than 80 milligrams. Okay, now this is important. Tolerance. Tolerance to THC exists because of the down regulation of the CBD1 receptors, okay? So high tolerance occur, especially in chronic usage, which is people who use it long-term. And low tolerance occurs when there is intermittent usage. You use it on and off, okay? Now, there's many types of usage, and one of the medical cannabis effects on hormones, okay? For male, it decreases your LH, it decreases your FSH, decreases your prolactin, and decreases your growth hormone, which is not a good thing, especially growth hormone. For female, more sensitive than male to THC effects. So women, you have to be careful. And higher estrogen levels, okay? Now, what is the marijuana effect on the brain? Uh, it's quite interesting. And uh, let me find you some of those effects is actually... On the hypothalamus, it increases your appetite. And on the brainstem, it can cause nausea relief, lower blood pressure. It can cause drowsiness. It can reduce pain. And it can decrease spasticity, which is stiffness, and decrease tremor. In the hippocampus, it can cause memory impairment. Okay, In the cerebral cortex, which is the brain, it can alter your consciousness and your per perceptual distortion and memory impairment, delusion, and hallucination. In your cerebellum, 
which is the small brain at the back, is loss of coordination. And in your amygdala, which is centrally there, it causes changes to in anxiety, panic attacks, and it can lower the traumatic memories and it decreases hostility. So what are the usage of medical marijuana? So the qualifying medical conditions in US are Alzheimer's disease, ALS, which is amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, cachectic, Crohn's disease, severe and chronic pain. Crohn's disease, obviously, in severe disease with pain. And severe persistent muscle spasm, like, for example, in MS. Anxiety, serious, severe anxiety, cancer patient. And HIV, hepatitis C. Um, and acquired immune deficiency syndrome, seizures and epilepsy. Medical marijuana is centered on palliative care. Okay. It helps to improve quality of life of patients and families to mitigate sufferings. Okay, so that's it for today. If you have any questions, obviously, like what I say, it's quite clinical because people want to know what is the thing about mar medical marijuana? Is it dangerous? Obviously, you can hear some of the effect of it is it can reduce anxiety, but... We don't know who's going to be those who will get delusioned, paranoia, okay? Issues with uh, perception, consciousness. So be careful, right? So if you have any questions, you can email me at info at drirenching.co.uk. And Laura say it's not licensed in this country. And what I'm saying to you is you have to check with your doctor as usual. Okay, that's the disclaimer. Please check with your doctors. Okay, God bless you. Thank you for listening, subscribing and following. If you have anything, any subjects you want to know more, let me know. And normally I do lots of research on it. And I'll have a short intro and some explanation about that subject that you want to discuss. Please keep in touch. God bless.